0: You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What Dude
1: on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com.
0: Welcome to the You Know What Dude podcast. This is a special edition where Robert goes one-on-one with some of the most interesting people in the world, world, or at least in his world. world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy
1: You Know What Dude, You Know What Dude, You Know What Dude, one on one.
0: Guess I actually buy that outfit.
1: But black on black? How to the half shirt. They call them neck punch. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, ready? I'm ready. All testing one, two, test one, two. Let me hear you. And three, two, one. You know what, dude? Yeah, I'm just gonna tap your mic a little quickie. Tap it, tap it, tap it. Just to make sure it's working. Huh, that's why it's so. dumb. I'd have a plug (laughs) in. That would help. There you go. All right, testing one, two. Jackie? Testing one, two. You know what, dude? What? You see, You just have a soft voice, I guess. A very soft voice. Let me just hold it like a little baby microphone.
0: Mm. Like a little baby
1: microphone. What? All right, <laughs> ready? Hi, baby microphone. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I hold it like a baby microphone?
1: You want to hold it? Kind of. Go ahead. What do we want to do? This is going to be better, right? A
0: little baby microphone. Ta- I just want to I see if it's, it's working. Tip, tip. What you got yeah, from a tip? Yeah, it's working. See that? What you got from a tip? We got a good tip, tip. Um, all right, listen. We got a good tip.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> tip. <laughs> all right, so anyway, Tip, tip. I'm leaving all this in. No, you're not. Oh, absolutely. I don't edit at all. We didn't start that. I'm ripping off Bobby Tisdale. You can't have me starting off ripping off Bobby Tisdale. Well, then you explained it, so now you're out. That's how Uh. it works. If you explain the thievery, (laughs) then you get to... Don't don't you hear anything that's going on in the comedy world? All right. uh, This is a one-on-one. Thank you very much. Are those large chocolate peanut M&M's? Those are (laughs) all Oh. My dream did not come true. <laughs> the worst. This is the worst tasting M&M ever. <laughs> oh, is this a coca or coca light? Oh, light. Sorry. Oh it's, okay. oh, no, oh, it's I'm okay. it's okay. Oh, is it zero? I'll take zero. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a zero. There yeah, we go. Goes with my nickname. All right.
0: For those of you who can't see, which is everybody, Bobby just court,
1: poured himself a Coke from a bottle. How great is that? Well, right, maybe I will edit it out. <laughs> <sighs> All right, this is Robert Kelly's. You know what, dude? One on one, and I'm um, tonight. But there's I, Ian here, so
0: it's kind of like one on it's, two. No,
1: he's not talking. This is a one on one. I don't do one on ones with half of people. You know, you keep quiet and you sh- answer, talk to me. All um, right, this isn't a one on two. This is a one on one. Trying to change my podcast uh, theme. You got to um, switch up the format, man. There's yeah, a lot wow. of podcasts out there. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, one on one with who nobody in the comedy scene as far as fans of comedy know who you are but if it's true you're trying if, to build me up I'm, I'm building you up right now let me, let me do it but if you like comedy whatsoever you've had a part of bringing some of the greatest comedians uh, to walk the earth to people Sure, I think that's fair. It's absolutely fair. And people don't even... These people don't even know you exist. I've known you exist for... Hours. I've known you for three days. Yeah. I've known you for years. uh, But uh, it it, it came upon me... I was shocked to find out how much influence you had in uh, the comedy world, uh, especially when it came to Comedy Central. Uh, Let's just go back. People don't know this, that... You founded Comedy Central Records.
0: Yes. As as crazy as that sounds. Uh, yes. Uh, it was in 2002. And, um, yeah, I'd just been a comedy fan for years and had run this label that imploded massively, <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. But wait
1: a minute. Stop. Back yeah, up. Yeah.
0: This, first of all, this is Jack
1: Vaughn. Hey, everybody. Jack Vaughn. Uh, comedy, now who runs... Uh, I would, it's uh, what is it? You run at Sirius. What is the actual the, title? The Comedy Channels. The Comedy Channels at Sirius XM. XM. Yes. Satellite radio. Satellite radio. Um, you've worldwide. Been there, you've nationwide. Been there for, well, worldwide. Na- nation, nationwide. Nation. But people steal it worldwide. Yes, in Canada. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people like it. People steal. Sure. Um, so you, but you just started there this year. Uh, yes. Great. Um, and before that, you were at Comedy Dynamics. New Wave Entertainment. Yep. Making hour specials making content yeah, for comedy all sorts of content. Right. Why not? Okay. But before that, you were the founder of Comedy Central Records. Yes. And let's go before that. Sure. Because that's what the, the thing that people don't know about you is that you you look like I'm not I don't mean this is an insult. Oh, you boy. look you look industry. <laughs> you could be the industry side of it. You can always tell the entertainment side of it in a party and then who's industry. You would definitely be industry I fall under industry, I'm not you, talent You don't fall into talent Ugh. Yeah, maybe now, it's very alty now so What's you the might. giveaway? What's the giveaway? The Henleys, the three button I don't pullovers I you talking about Henleys The three button shirt, it's a pullover with three buttons Alright, I That's wear different. those
0: occasionally hmm. You've seen me in those occasionally
1: I've seen you in three of them this week I'm, I'm on vacation, I've, man I actually bought one to make you feel comfortable Oh, I boy. told Donna, go get me a Henley She's oh, like, why? Boy. I go, I don't want Jack to feel out of place I want, to, I want him to feel like, like I'm, a assim- uniform, sure. I'm assimilating a we're little bit We're on a team we're Yeah, like we're on a Henley team, team. <laughs> Maybe playing some kickball So, uh, uh, uh This is why I am industry and not talent, ladies and gentlemen No, you're actually very funny you're, you're, you You make me laugh a lot you really do. Likewise. You're a very, you're a very funny guy. Um, We've got rapport. We we do have rapport. Um, but that's but,
0: another podcast. But
1: here, that's a whole other podcast. These are very short podcasts. All right. But the thing that blows me away about you, okay, and I have to give people a backstory on you, because you have such an interesting life. You've had such an interesting family. Your father. Headed the Peace Corps back in the 70s, am I correct? 60s. 60s. Ugh, worse, right? Yeah, really. All the hippies? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on. Gross. No. But in the 70s, it fell apart, right? The <laughs> no. 80s, whatever. It, it's never fallen apart. I thought it's a great was in institution. No, not the Peace Corps. His job, yeah. he took you. You were in Iran uh, before it, it uh, the, the Shah was taken down, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ugly times. Not you, good. You,
1: you were a five-year-old getting beat up. Uh, as a child.
0: I wasn't a very tough five-year-old, admittedly.
1: Right. But, I mean, if, if for a guy to look at you, if I was in a room and I was to look at you or, or anybody else in the room, I, and I like you have to fight one of these guys, I'd fight you. I'd pick you. Oh, yeah. But it would probably be a, the mistake of my life. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, your puns would f- literally beat me to the ground. Oh, sure. No. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I thought we were talking about physical. But the thing with you is that this, you, the one thing that I learned about you, you have no fear. You, you, you're you one of the most fearless people I've ever met in my life. Thanks, man. You lived in Guatemala for three years as a kid. Yep. You had a story about your prom getting pulled over by gorillas. Right. Uh, not, yeah, not yeah. go. Yeah. G- gorillas. Gorillas, not... Not like apes. gorillas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a
0: bunch <gasps> All <of> those silverbacks. <laughs> Quite frankly, that would have been more terrifying. I think. What? Just a bunch of gorillas coming out from nowhere? They rip off people's faces. I <laughs> read the news. These guys That's pulled, awful.
1: These guys pulled you over at gunpoint on your prom night. Yeah. Got you on your hands and knees. Yeah. And then we're we're gonna do what to you? Uh, I, I,
0: Lord knows. I mean, now that you sound it sounds bad when you say it that way.
1: Yeah, you know where I went on my prom. <laughs> A Chinese restaurant. Uh, no problems. Just drove there. I was in America. Sure. Uh, there <laughs> was a lot of MSG in the 80s. I don't know. This, this is my problem with you. Could be is trouble. You, Could be trouble. You, you downplay <laughs> if I got pulled over by gorillas. Gah. 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 Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> my my fans. <fits. laughs> I shouldn't even use the word gorilla. We should have given up another word. What's another word for those people? Uh, Marxist freedom fighters. Let's say that. Guerrillas. So, anyways, we uh, we <laughs> if if I got pulled over by if I got pulled over at gunpoint on my prom, put on hands and knees, and made it through that, do you understand how that would be like my opening story everywhere I went? I mean, I would but, be. But that's
0: I mean that's only half the story. The, the, it starts out we're at the the house of the largest drug dealer. In Guatemala, and Guatemala was a crazy drug transshipment point at that era. It was, it was kind of like Scarface level really? of cocaine at that party, just everywhere, and they were shooting off guns in the house. And, and you were there, yeah. And then the guerrilla thing came afterward in a separate incident.
1: So you were at a drug lord's house for your prom, yeah. Why?
0: Uh, I've been trying to figure that out, and and I've been talking with people who who went with me. Uh, for a while, and someone knew... I guess someone in my class was dating a low-level drug trafficker? I'm, I'm just piecing the story together now, actually. Because I... You know, being in high school in Guatemala is sort of like being in NAM. Yeah. Uh, so, so every, everyone, every, you know, there, there, were, there were 19 people in my graduating class. was sort of tightly tightly knit group, even though you no one meetings. liked each other. We have
1: meetings. We were kind of like an A team, you know? <laughs> and uh,
0: and uh, there were just different, because no one believes the story. Yeah. My wife didn't believe the story until we had dinner with someone who was there. Right. One, we, a friend of mine who was there came to New York and we had dinner. And she added new parts of the story. She said, like, "Holy know. crap, you're not you're not making this up." I'm like, "Nah, it's and it didn't seem weird at the time." She's just like, "Yep, sure, we live in Guatemala. This is how things go." But
1: uh, yeah, no, it was it was pretty crazy times. And then you come to America. You come back here because Guatemala. I am
0: love America.
1: <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but you come here, 19. When you're 19, you graduate high school, correct? Yeah. And 18 you're like, all right, 18, and you're like, you're like, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm out of this country.
0: I left I left Guatemala the second I graduated. Probably the early morning after I graduated, we just out cuz I didn't think that my survival chances were very good there.
1: Do you think you would have been killed?
0: Uh, better than average chance.
1: You see now if I had that, I would be it be you say it like there might be rain tomorrow. Is it going to be rain tomorrow? There's, there's, a, there's a 50-50 chance.
0: There's a bunch of distance now, though. In fairness, you know, there's, right? There's twenty-five years distance, so I can I can pretend to be cool about it. Well, you, you weren't back then. Then, yeah, I don't know. The problem is when you're in it, it sort of feels like eh, this is just normal, right? And you get you get accustomed to it. And I didn't even realize it was a good story until a couple years afterwards, because it's like, yep, just another day. Yeah. In, in you know high school, but. uh, But, yeah, so I think there's—I don't mean to seem callous about it, but it it, was—it seemed normal at the time, and then when I started telling the story, it sort of seemed crazy.
1: And your father, your father's book, which I have, which I was going to read this week, but I never—since I have a four-year-old—
0: Yeah, you're not going to read anymore. I didn't
1: have one second of reading. I would literally hit the bed every night. I'd just (laughs) be—just done. (laughs) I know the feeling. We, people don't know that we just spent uh, seven days—seven days on a boat—seven days on a boat in the canals
0: of Belgium. We were doing a thing with a, a guy. Ne- 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 never mind.
1: We were, we were, yeah, we were dealing drugs. No, I'm kidding. What? Uh, I'm kidding. We uh, we were just on the boat with the family and friends, and uh, it, it was it was great. It was a lot it of fun. Was Unbelievable. Yeah but it was definitely having the kids added a, a wrinkle that oh, was boy. very taxing the greatest thing ever
0: yeah and but, we didn't even we didn't even suffer the brunt of it it was the wives the we wives yeah thank below god below decks thank god yeah we were we were <laughs> up in there. the galley we were we were living large up, up upstairs yeah driving the boat
1: yeah 3 miles an hour straight uh, blasting down hours. the canals and then every time they pop their head up, we're like, oh, "No, we we need oh, we need, we need f- pure concentration here, ladies." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> take, take care of the child, folk.
1: We, honey, can you, I can't right now. There's a bridge I have to go under.
0: There's <laughs> eight miles down the straightaway. We're blasting at four <laughs> kilometers an hour. We're gonna. We need to. We need a, all the concentration.
1: What's funny today because we did. We took the train. We took the train today to Bruges. It took us five and a half hours. From Newport, right? So you, oh, Unst, Unst, What is it? So, uh, Unst, Unst, uh, Oostend. Oostend, Oostend. Oostend, yeah. Oostend de Bruges took us five and a half hours on the boat. It took us 14 minutes by train. Uh,
0: tops. <laughs> tops. Yeah. It's tops. like yeah. we fired. It, it was a very poor choice of transportation.
1: <laughs> then, we got to Brussels. It took us another five hours yeah. To get from Bruce, Boy, we, no, we went, what, what took
0: us again? Quite literally, 22 hours dent. in transit was an hour and 15 minutes by train. It,
1: it, it literally. How dumb! Yeah, we really, we? we really went back in time. So dumb. Oh, so dumb. Ugh. we, we could have took mopeds. We would have got there faster We had to sleep on the boat too. We had to sleep on the boat. Oh, sleep- but, but, but don't forget the thirty-seven-second
0: showers we were able to take. Yeah, those are fun. You got to wash your butt, your ding ding, and one armpit. Oh, with <laughs> lukewarm to cold water. Yeah. And
1: then you got to stand in it until you push the button and it Oh, it
0: released right into the Ooh, yeah. eco-friendly yeah. and gross. I had
1: ring around the ankles Ugh. for three days. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it it, was- it's
0: it's not as appealing as we're making it out, everybody.
1: Well. <laughs> It was actually a really good time. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, would you ever do it again? It's like a water RV. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe somewhere it, else. It, it was
0: a really good time. It yeah. was a really good time.
1: But it was. It, picture this. If we went to, uh, what was it, Gunt? Ghent. Ghent. I think you're pronouncing it correctly, actually. Gunt? Yeah. Yeah. If you went to Gunt. Like a local. Okay, Gunt. And we <laughs> spent two days in a the hotel, then went to Bruges. Two days in a hotel, and then went to Brussels. Two days in a hotel.
0: That sounds like a fun trip.
1: Yeah, it would have took it would, and it would have took forty eight minutes by train. Yeah, instead of the hours behind a wheel, a helm. Yeah. Jesus. RV of the seas, baby. Ah, filling up the
0: water. Ugh. But apparently, so so we were supposed to stay on these. But never mind the spiders. Can
1: we talk about the? Can I oh talk about god. the spiders? Oh my god!
0: What are spiders doing at sea? But why? It was like arachnophobia on the boat. But who doesn't clean the fucking spiders? I don't know, but it's 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 the it's the weirdest thing because we would dock, and eight hours later there were there were these spider webs. Like it's Rebs. like a haunted house. On the- <laughs> And I don't know what. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and my kid waking up every day with, with bite marks on him.
0: Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. he had the measles or He's something. He's gonna have
1: superhero powers yeah. by <laughs> the time we get back to the U.S.
0: Yes. <laughs> fucking crazy. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. So everyone, if you're if you're gonna rent a boat, just beware of the spiders. Yeah, beware of the spiders. Yeah, sea spiders will yeah. get you every time.
1: Bring a bunch of napkins. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. So anyways, Sprays of some sort. So we spent this time here. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place because you're... We're never going to talk about the label. We are going to talk about the label. Cause but there's too much good travel stuff to talk about. There's a lot of travel stuff. we got to talk, talk about, about Guatemala. I know. We have Guatemala. We have Guatemala but, Bobby you know, went to Guatemala twice with no, me, the, and it
0: was awesome.
1: No, once was awesome. The first time was uh, the, one of the biggest nightmares of my life. It was
0: really fun for me.
1: It was fun for you because you lived there, and then you went back, and you invite me to Guatemala like we're going to Acapulco. And then the night before we leave, I read about it on the Internet, and it says, don't go. If you're yeah. American, don't go.
0: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: And I, and I, I had $400 old so cash great. on me, like I was going to buy uh, uh, Christmas presents for everybody. No, that was a bad idea. Yeah, and then, and then you told me, you didn't tell me, like, the food. There was chicken and steak and rice and beans. That's it.
0: Everywhere we went. Every restaurant we had. It was in Spanish, so I had to to translate what was on it. And Bob was like, what's this? Like, every every meal is a goddamn... You snapped at me day three. uh, There was a little snapping. It's tortillas and beans and rice and chicken and, and... You had Bobby. It's, I mean, chicken, it's, just, yeah.
1: it's chicken, rice, and steak. Yeah. That's all they have. What do you it's want? A,
0: what permutation a, of that do, third world do you country. care for?
1: What do you think? Carbonara? Like, <laughs> what, what do you think they're going to have? You don't have pastries. It's, there's no fucking bakeries, you no, fatso. No paella. I really thought it was like Andrew Zimmerman. <laughs> so... Yeah, you took me to Guatemala. We went to Guatemala. Oh, those were so much. It literally said yeah. on the website, at the airport, is most likely you'll get robbed. Yeah, they says on, the, but on the website. But you're 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 mean-looking uh, dude. Hang you can, on one second. You can hang on. First of uh, all, uh, on the website to the country you're going to, when they tell you not to go, that's that's not good publicity for them. Yeah, bad for tourism too. It's terrible for tourism. <laughs> that means it's really bad. <laughs> okay, so now we'll go in there you rent a car which is hilarious. Oh yeah. Cuz it took 3 hours for them to check every dent.
0: Oh yeah, there's no there's no fast tracking.
1: And then we get into some car that I didn't even I don't even know the company's name. Mazuzuki. I don't I, like what you've I you never ridden in a Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is a Mazooki?
0: Right? It's a five door. The Mazooki Limper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: It's a five-door hatchback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 <laughs>
0: it's the style, man.
1: So we're in this car. We go to this beautiful city, Antigua, right? Is yeah. that yeah. it? Yeah, yeah the former
0: colonial capital. Oh. That's, where, that's
1: where the drug dealer's house was on prom night. Oh, really? Yep. Beautiful place. Not bad. I mean, it's, oh. And that's where I left $400 cash on a toilet. Yeah. Because I had a money belt on. Yeah. And because I'm too chubby to have a money belt, so anyway, I had to pick it up over my tits
0: I, to get I the money out. Like I picturing that. Out.
1: And then I took the money out. and I left it <laughs> on the toilet. And then we're we're in the mountains of Guatemala, and I was like, I left my money. Oh, that and was a like, bad day. You're like, yep, you did. Oh. There was no going back for that. No. <laughs> Some so I, I gave no. somebody a new house. I th- actually, I think you, I think you you realized.
0: Within 15 minutes. Right, and then we and went and back. We were still eating at the Can restaurant. Did go back? Oh,
1: did and I? And we we're, were
0: still eating at the restaurant. And you yeah. went back, and it was long gone. Yeah, yeah, it was long gone. Some guy had bought 19 donkeys. Yeah, someone, someone's the, a major, yeah, like, he, ranchero yeah, now. He put, put six he more levels in. on
1: his house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then we're actually we're going up to this. Then we get into a thunderstorm in the mountains. That's right. And you were scared.
0: Yeah, because the visibility was zero... There's no guardrails. It's one uh, buses pass on the curve, going about seventy miles an hour. Yeah, and it's a straight hundred foot drop. I mean, there, yeah, uh, on either side. Yeah, and on I'm one And but by, by the way, like, I, I, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but there was about ten feet of visibility.
1: Yeah, no max. It was ten feet. We're in a Mazuzuki, the Mazuzuki limper, going up a mountain. Yeah, right. Right. In the rain. Yeah, with buses flying by us. Yeah, no guardrails. And there's a hundred foot drop to the right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did our tire pop then or did it pop yeah, the second, next day? That was, a, that was okay. the next day. Yeah, And yeah. we're New Yorkers and haven't changed a tire in about a decade. And to see us struggle in the rain fixing this oh, tire. In that the Bob's mud. Really a sad, the only sad test. thing that saved test, us yeah, was test. that
1: rug I bought for, for $50,000. So Bobby bought this schlocky... <laughs> cheapo touristy no, no, rug stop, at the market. Stop. I gotta stop. This is what happened. This is we, 100%
0: true. Whatever we, Bobby says, don't buy it.
1: We get out of the car and 19 women with little tiny Abe Lincoln hats attack me. I don't know what he is talking about. <laughs> the little Abe Lincoln hats. They have those little hats. Those little Abe Lincoln hats. Those little hats. Little... I
0: think you have a fever dream. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> don't they wear little hats? <laughs> those little Guatemalan women. Sure. Anyways. Sure. They, they came out with the, they were like, oh, buy a rug, buy a rug, buy doo And I was like, I go, I go, we're going to the market. When I get back, I'll buy something. Right. Right? When we got back, they were waiting for me. Remember? Oh, yeah. They were waiting at the car, 20 oh, of yeah. them. No, sure. And you sent me to the friggin' dogs.
0: You deserved it. Why? Because you, you had already said that you were going to get something, and they don't forget stuff like that.
1: I lie to people all the time. What, you can't lie to people in Guatemala? No. Not when it comes to stuff like that. I lie to homeless people in New York. Ugh. No, there's a level. And then there was the like of them. working on another level, And they were man. like, you, have to, you, you said you're going to buy. And I had to buy that rug. I had to buy the rug to get them off my back. And it was like $40. bucks. Ugh. It was like a $2 rug.
0: Ugh. You think you got robbed with your 400 Man, oh, man. So there's a schlocky $40 rug <laughs> that I think you're, you're being low on price-wise. Uh... <laughs> And it was raining out. We blew a tire in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And we're, these, we, useless New Yorkers are struggling with the the jack and the, and the, This how useless we, I can't even remember the, the the lug wrench or whatever you use to get the the wheel off. Yeah. And Bobby puts this, this (laughs) (laughs) this crappy blue, dyed blue tourist blanket on the ground so we can kneel on it. It just soaks up all the water on the ground. And then winds up dyeing my pants <laughs> blue. <laughs> we're struggling for Our for pants. 45 minutes in the pouring rain trying to get this tire changed. My
1: pants knees with different colors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly, I had to throw the pants away, and I think we just left the rug there because it was it was just, it wasn't worth taking this. It was really this $80. It
1: smelled like a dead cat. Ugh. It, it was lo- so I bad. I think they made the rug out of cat.
0: The least fun Indiana Jones movie you could ever watch.
1: But then we get back to the hotel, and it stopped raining. We wound yeah. up going to dinner at a local restaurant. It was nice. Yeah, until I got. It's... Yeah. I got dysentery. <laughs> now I'm in the hotel room.
0: It was blasting out both ends. Well, it, it,
1: I was in the hotel. Room. No, it was. It was. It was, ba- like, it was. I was literally had to choose between <laughs> poop and puke. I at had the same cho- time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had to choose. You should have just gotten in the bathtub and let fly. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm dying, and I just wanted my grandmother. You,
0: not, you got angry at me that I didn't go in and hold your head. You I didn't said want that you to me. hold my head. You I were just, furious. How about up? No, no, dude, dude, I, you wanted me to hold your head. I was while mad your because yaka.
1: you didn't say, "Are you okay?" Oh yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You are you were, th- got, you're an adult, buddy. You threw me premium crackers, <laughs> like four of them. You'll, I will you. will you, you'll, you'll be all right. I got you, Pepto Bismol. I got you all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You, okay. You did get me Pepto Bismol, but you, you were annoyed. That I was sick. No, I wasn't. You had an annoyed I was, I attitude. Was,
0: I was completely sympathetic. You did not dude, are you a anno- serial killer? Then? I, was, I was annoyed you're being a little bitch about it.
1: Bitch! <laughs> hold my hand up. I was shooting a no Guatemalan steak <laughs> no, 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 out of every orifice. D- dude, dude
0: <laughs> In fairness, in fairness, that's the worst kind uh, of yeah. the, the the Montezuma's revenge you get in Guatemala that you're describing yeah. is the is is only but I don't know if I've told you this, yeah. and I'm not making this up just yeah. to make you feel bad. Yeah, it's the it's the kind of dysentery you get from consuming fecal matter. So I got poop. I ate poop. Yeah, someone didn't wash his hands appropriately. So,
1: so some dishwasher had poop on his hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't read the sign in <laughs> the, the bathroom. Probably. Yeah, and I ate poop. Yep. That's great. That's the long and short of it. That's great. You're telling me that six years later.
0: Well, I, I feel like there's enough distance where you can have a, sort of a, a sanguine outlook on it, right? Oh
1: God. Oh, God. I hate poop?
0: Probably. <laughs> uh, not probably. Almost assuredly.
1: <laughs> oh, well. All right. There you go. Who so wants I, to talk about records? <laughs> this is so much better. So listen. We've <laughs> had so much fun. But yeah. Here's a, here's a <laughs> next. We,
0: we I, I have had a tremendous amount okay. of fun.
1: Well, here's the next party that sucks because sure. we go back again.
0: Sure. We'll, we'll oh, don't do, forget. We'll have to do part minute, two of the minute. podcast. Stop, 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 okay, stop. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Stop really, really quick. Are you talking about Maximon? I'm, I'm
1: talking about the part... Where I found, a, like, obsidian knives on the ground. There's right. so many good parts to these stories, man. Right. We can't talk about Common Center Records. We gotta talk about this stuff. We, we go, have to talk about talk about, so yeah. we'll talk about it a little bit. All right. We we go. There's a, there's an archaeological we site. We get, oh, we, yeah. We got We, we okay. got plenty of time. We All got right. forty. We
0: got 50, twenty more minutes. What? No. So we're at an archaeological site called El Huyu, which is in the center of Guatemala City, and it's it's the location. Of one of their big obsidian knife manufacturing centers, this is a late classic period mine site, probably yeah you know, five hundred uh, yeah five hundred nine hundred
1: a d yeah, right this is thou- a thousand years old, right sure, right yeah? more yeah, yeah. two thousand, sure, okay, so I look on the ground, I find an obsidian knife, yeah, and i 'm like i 'm like what's this you're like that 's a knife that 's what they used to use to cut fruit and cut yeah. things open, right? really cool artifact. right. I found a couple of them. Yeah. I took, put them in my pocket. Yeah, the place is lousy with them. Right. They're all over the place. Yeah. So I find them. Now, cut 2 I'm in the airport, still with, with shitting my pants and puking. Right. Panicking that I'm going to be arrested. For smuggling antiquities. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm in the bathroom. I'm shitting my pants. And all of a sudden, two of the cops come in. Two of the airport police come in. Are you sure you're not adding to the story, Buddy, I swear to God, I'm in the bathroom. They come in. So now, I gently go out. I wrap all the antiquities in toilet paper, and I go to the barrel as I'm going out, and I drop them in the barrel. The guy who changes the trash just took the trash out, It's an empty barrel. I I imagine him
0: as Belush. Once again, Dr. Kelly, there's nothing you possess that I could not take.
1: (laughs) I dropped him in the barrel. You hear, ching. It just made the loudest. There's nothing in there except obsidian knives just smashing to the bottom of the barrel.
0: A thousand years of history wrapped up with old paper towels. I went
1: back into the bathroom, and thank God I was crapping again. Yeah, thank God. The noise my asshole made made the (laughs) cops leave the bathroom. (laughs) It sounded like my ass was throwing up.
0: <laughs> we're in public, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in a nice restaurant, in <laughs> a nice right. hotel in Belgium. Sorry. So, yeah. so
1: now we're on the plane. I'm right. dying on the plane. Oh. You haven't talked to me in two hours, by the way. You like stop talking to me, okay. like like I embarrassed you on a date, <laughs> like you like like you had to give me a ride home. You had bad oh, you're meat not sweats, sweats to me. too. I had was... me, oh, the meat sweats were awful. Oh. So now I'm on the plane, meat sweats. I got. Go I really back. did feel bad for you, though. I know you showed it, and uh, uh,
0: that's my, that's my concern.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway. I am sitting there. Then I'm, we have to change plans in Houston. Yeah. I leave my Sony little portable gaming system that I just got. You lost so much money on that <laughs> trip. I, the trip to go there was like a hundred bucks. I lost a <laughs> thousand. A
0: thousand. Dude, why don't you bring your family's silver down?
1: <laughs>
0: uh. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with
1: Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience
0: behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942 you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest
1: Teams features at Microsoft.com slash Teams. But then, okay, so now we go back. It's all over. Right. Bang, right? Sure. And, uh, and, and I was, you know, and, and when you're there, too, the people are very little people. Yeah. So you really, you know, I didn't need a money belt. You just have to put your money in your breast pocket. <laughs> Sorry. So if you see someone hopping, just hold the top of their head down. Hey, don't rob me. <laughs> so, so, so we go back. Yeah. We go back. You want to go, go back. back, right? A second time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like a redo. A redo. Like a, like, yeah. And I, I'm rocking and rolling this time. Oh yeah, I'm rocking and rolling until we throw a wrinkle in. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, there's
0: in in certain areas uh, the Mayan Indians worship a. A deity called San Simon, which is a combination of I think Judas and Pedro de Alvarado and yeah. some sort of Mayan deity, all wrapped into one. Yeah, it's kind my, of pure evil. Yeah, and my and uncle
1: the, Sean. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bad guy. The Mayans. The Mayans hated your uncle Sean. It's been. I, I've seen them. I've seen the, the hieroglyphs.
1: The guy looked like. The guy looked like a hobo. I mean, it doesn't look like. I mean, any other god is like godlike. This guy had a cigar and a hat.
0: Yeah, wear a black what hat. What has six. a hat? No, no, just you know, just a, a like a bad creepy dude, and uh, yeah, they they uh, they offer grain alcohol and yeah, cigars cigarettes. to him. Yeah, yeah, cigars. Yeah, and uh, they they get together. Uh, there a there's a there's a small city across the river. The name escapes me right now. Where they have uh, a life size San Simon lying down in a glass coffin. Yeah. In a small house, and they just get blasted on grain alcohol and smoke yeah. cigarettes yeah. and just worship this thing all day. And you can go visit that house. Yeah,
1: yeah so I, I thought you should see it. Yeah, so here's the thing though. He doesn't set me up with this. You set me up. You say, hey, let's go take a boat ride. Yeah, yeah, we so take a boat. We get on a beautiful boat. The, sure. We're going across this lake Why not? to an island. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. We get to the island, we get off the boat, we walk over the pier. You hire. A, a a a little boy with a man face literally he looked, he looked. it was a four year old child with the head of a man yeah. he had a scar from ear to ear he looked like a james Bond villain sure he seemed like he seemed like just a good, his head he seemed like a good guide for you he was he literally was three three feet tall maybe two something yeah. with a man head right uh, he had a, a cleft chin. He had a scar from his... E- he had, like, an eyebrow, but a little piece missing out of it. Like <laughs> like he'd been in, like, 19 bar fights. Right. And you hire this sucker, this sucker, to take me into the city to go find Maximone He seemed like a really reasonable guide. He scared the shit out of me. And he was... The, the price was right. I think it was, like, three bucks. Three bucks? This kid takes me up a hill yeah. into a town, into some old lady's house. Yeah. In, and there's a statue of a guy with a hat. I, yeah, yeah. And then I gotta give him. I gotta give him money. Yeah. I had to throw him money. There's no, there's no price for experience. And then the kid, the kid, the man face boy left me. <laughs> he goes, oh. he goes, okay, because apparently he didn't give him enough money to take me back. He just gave him enough money to get me there. Oh. You, you, so now I'm walking around <laughs> in this village. By myself, I find myself through, walking through a, like a market, an open air market, with like, I don't know, it looked like chicken hearts, and, right? And, and, and then vegetables I've never seen before, right. and, and like Sasquatch feet, and and, and sure. I, I was a giant among people, just walking. I stuck out like this. I remember just walking by a dog dying. Yeah, there was just a dog. There are a lot of dying. dead dogs there. But this one wasn't dead. It was dying. It was like on the verge of death, and I'm watching it die. And people are walking by it like it was a fucking rug. And they yeah. weren't doing anything. It's kind of, it's, that sounds kind of like Serpent in the Rainbow, I it's feel like. fucking the creek. You left me. I'm walking through this town. I finally found a coffee shop. I sit. I grab a chair and put it on the outside of the coffee shop. Right. And wait for you.
0: I my, want to get an ice cream.
1: My... <laughs> My plan was that either I'm going to live here, right? <laughs> if you don't come back or you'll Actually, walk by
0: me. I, I was getting concerned when you didn't show up back at our our scheduled rendezvous point.
1: The rendezvous point. I don't how do, how do I
0: know? It's a small town. We could I don't know. <laughs> Those were fun trips, man. Mm. We need to do that again. Bobby's lighting a cigar for our listeners. And that's how Comedy Central Records started.
1: Well, here's the, the the backup point to this, to even get to that, which yeah. we can get into right now, is that you've lived this life. I've never met anybody who's traveled more than you, who's gone to the most... I mean, you've been to Syria during Ramadan. You've... I mean, and you have to... If you don't visually see... I'm just going to describe you, and I don't want you to be insulted. I'm going to be insulted if you set it up like that. If you take... If you took a show in the fifties, like a, a sitcom, an American sitcom, like Leave It to Beaver, or My Three Sons, you're that one of those guys. Ladies, you're a, you're you're a thin, small, Dick Van Dyke looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, am I wrong? No. All right. Kennedy. No. <laughs> right. I mean, you part your hair to the side. You're, you're a thin glass of water. You're, you're a polite little son of a bitch. You can say scrawny. Yeah, you're scrawny. Right. Good word. Yeah. You're scrawny. All right. But, and you have a very even temperament. I've never seen you go too high or too low. You're the exact opposite of me. I mean, literally. Well, it, it's funny, because when we first met, it was, I think,
0: <laughs> backstage at uh, the Dane show. And yeah, you were you were talking with Gary, I think. And I just thought to myself, I remember thinking to myself, man, there is no way we were ever going to be friends. And uh, uh, I love this guy to pieces.
1: You're one yeah. of my favorite people. You're one of my favorite people. And I have a very small list. And it's it's really weird too when people I tell people I'm friends with you, they're like, why? <laughs> like, not even on your end though. They're like, why would he like you? <laughs> but. <laughs> it's weird that <clears throat> you have this incredible life. And then <clears throat> when I did meet you, it was at uh, a Dane Cook. Um, it was, this, it was uh, at MSG. MSG, the small theater. You were presenting Dane with 80,000 copies. Oh, the gold record. The gold yeah, yeah, record. Yeah. And uh, this is when Dane popped. Right. USA Today, 80,000 copies, first week. Yeah. It what hasn't been it? done. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then I come to find out... That you before Comedy Central, Comedy Central never had a record label. No, people were doing CDs on a very low level. I mean, what kind people, of no one was doing? I mean, nobody was doing it. The, if they did do it, it was like doing it at their house or some crappy version of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the the big artists I feel like had had on, um, but only the the top of the, you know, like Dice and Chris Rock and Seinfeld. And, the, the top names had, but anyone below the top names didn't do it other than I think you know, there were a couple of Bill Hicks records. And, yeah. Uh, and they, they weren't, in st- I mean, they were very, very hard to find.
1: Because so you started in music. You are in a yeah. punk band in Guatemala, which yep. is a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, and you're into music and you had a record label with musicians. Right. Right? And, and, and that, that makes sense to me. How did you go, I want to do comedy? How could you be that big a fan of something? Because to do comedy, to deal with comedians, because we're the craziest fucking... We're nuts, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. In fairness, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to... Well, no,
1: because... Yeah, I don't want to mince words. Hmm. No. And, but how do you go from saying, okay, how do, I want to go do comics? How do you get involved in that?
0: Well, you know, it, it was kind of weird because I, I was doing uh, swing bands, if you remember that, being mm-hmm. hit for about a half a minute in the mid to late 90s. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> why? <laughs>
0: why swing bands? Well, cuz there was this underground swing movement. It was and all the swing bands really were ex-members of punk bands. Oh, really? And it was, you know, alternative and whatever agitated guitar rock had gotten so boring and corporate at that by say the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. And there was this underground movement of swing bands, so I thought, "No, oh, this is a really cool scene. I want to put out these records." And so did that. But I had always been a fan of comedy and, you know, watched stand-up yeah. every time, every chance I could and yeah. knew all the sets. And then uh, Mitch Hedberg had self-released his first album, his Strategic Grill Locations record, and just yeah. sold it off of his website. And i was like, how is something that good not in stores and distributed? Right. So I wanted to put out comedy records for a long time, and it just didn't... I was more like, am I out of my mind? Because these things haven't really sold since the late 70s or early 80s. Right. And uh, I, I approached Comedy Central uh, with the idea for
1: it. And uh, What is your pitch? <clears throat> when you go into Comedy Central, you're going in as, they don't know you, right? No. They have no idea who you are. No idea. You walk in by yourself? I
0: walked in with a friend who was able to introduce me to Larry Divney, who was the head of the company. Back then. Right. But I I look young and goofy, like you were painting a portrait of earlier. Yes. And... Uh,
1: you should have a fishing rod all the time.
0: Yeah. And, and a, a propeller cap. Yeah. And right. A,
1: and a chalkboard for your schoolwork.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I looked, I looked 17 when yeah. I pitched the notion.
1: Really? Yeah. What was the pitch?
0: Uh... It's like, hey, I want to put out comedy records, and here's the proposal. So the long version of this is uh, the Larry Divney, the head of the company, said, oh, you should talk to this woman named Holly Lim, yeah. who was head of new business development. And I go down with my friend and picture this idea, and, you know, I, I really I don't look authoritative or believable. Right. At all. Yeah. And she goes, oh, this is sort of an interesting thing, but we're talking to major labels about maybe doing licensing about really? it, and we're not sure it's a great idea. And I, and she said, but the plan looks interesting, um, but uh, I don't know if it's right for us. And she said, oh, I'd like to see more detail on this, 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 and this. And I said, I, I was reasonably sure I was getting the brush off, which was a perfect response to my proposal. Right. And... Uh, I said, well, uh, great. When can I, I'll, I'll get you more detail on this and head back whenever you want. And she goes, well, I'm
1: going to be traveling for the next few weeks. <clears> that definitely sounds <clears> like a brush thing. off. Yeah,
0: no, it's a 100% brush off.
1: Anytime somebody in the entertainment world goes, I'm going on a little vacation for a couple weeks. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck me. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and she goes, uh, I,
0: I said, well, where are you going to be? And she goes, I'm going to be in Las Vegas <laughs> in three days. And I said, you're kidding. I'm going to be in Las Vegas in three days. Were you? No.
1: Oh my God! You but, slimy little uh, mother.
0: Yeah, no. But wow. I i the, the the swing label had imploded so badly. I was, <laughs> I was, I was in a year and a half depression. Really? And yeah, I'd never wanted anything more in my life. I just like I had to get out of Arizona. I was in Arizona at the time. Right. Um, and I had, just had to get out of Arizona, and um, so I just flew home, and for, stayed up for three days straight working on this plan. Right. And then drove all night I got the plan done about 3 a.m. on the day we were meeting and then drove eight and a half hours or however long, however long it was to Las Vegas get to the meeting with ten minutes to spare <clears throat> have no idea what I said and uh, just presented her this plan and I would I kept calling and calling and I, I, would, I, I would call her up uh, and say hey I'm going to be in New York on business do you have a chance to meet lies again Oh yeah, and if she said yes, I'd buy the ticket. I had no, I wouldn't have any business in New York. Right, and if she said no, I wouldn't. And after about nine months of pestering, wow, she said, "Yeah, all right, we'll, we'll give this a shot." And I owe Holly everything because it, it just turned my life around. Right, because uh, the the nice thing about it is that no one was doing it at the time, so it kind of had the pick of the litter in yeah. terms of artists. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, what was your pick? Who are your, Who did you start the label with? The label was started, and you got, this is 2002, so none of these comics were really household names yet. Right. Um, but it was Dave Attell, Lewis Black, Mitch, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, right. and this up and coming, up and coming club comic named Dane Cook. And uh, yeah, within six months, the label was profitable. And wow. within, Uh, Yeah, within three years, we were top 10 independent label. And then within five years, we were top five. And it was really cool because kind of there was there was no one else doing this. And at the time, Comedy Central had a lot of excess ad inventory. So we could put commercials on TV for these records, which no one else could do. Yeah, and so it was a really great marketing tool, and you had to convince record stores to even take them, right? Because they didn't have comedy sections at that point. So, so you invented the comedy section at record stores. Well, the label was yeah. Well, uh, we had to push and push and push to get because there weren't any comedy records. There were five or six comedy records, so there wasn't a need for a section. So we had well, by to put the out end enough of the
1: record that. stores. There was a huge comedy section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, you uh, had a part in that.
0: Yeah, that was that was the pretty much the, the result of, of putting out these, you know, getting enough volume out there to, uh, to to make it worthwhile for them to start sections.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. Mitch Hedberg, now this is, a, this is something I heard, and I don't know if this is true, his first comedy half hour, yeah. he bombed.
0: Uh, and they... Yeah, badly, and they re-edited it. So, I put a, a DVD with the album on that, uh, the, the album was called Mitch Altogether, and put a DVD on that of the edited comedy central half hour and then i found in the vault the unedited hour show that they cut it down from and you can see it if you buy the dvd and that sounds like a very old-fashioned statement
1: yeah it Uh, is so if you can
0: find a dvd player (laughs) and then can find the physical copy of the dvd you can see that that he just doesn't the crowd doesn't get it and they they're dummies that show was so good. They're, they're, and you just look at... You see people in the audience looking at each other like, what the hell is this? Right. And, oh, my God, it's so good. And they just don't get it. Right. Uh, it makes me mad. But well, it's like,
1: it's like Mitch Hedberg is an... At that point was an acquired taste, though, because yeah. nobody did what he did. Right. Was It's almost like trying a new food. It's like... It's not... It's, it's the the... The presentation right. was like, what is that? And then if you tasted it, if you got to know it, you're like, oh, my God, this guy's hilarious. Right. It's almost like a rhythm yeah. that if it was like you could catch.
0: Well, yeah, you had to be on the right wavelength. I mean, because a lot of it's very bizarre. It's very Dude, But someone uh,
1: asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. I said no, but yes, because I, I want might a, want a regular one later. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it, Th- it, that's, that's so think To do that joke, yeah. to come up with that joke it's it's him doing it the tempo he's doing it in but it's also like it's fucking ridiculous because it's such a it's so smart yeah and it's it's like no but yeah (laughs) it's his
0: inimitable style the 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 example i I like to use about is about the traffic light and the banana go ahead yeah because on a traffic light red means stop and, and yellow means slow down and green means go ahead but on a banana it's the exact opposite green means hold on and yellow means go ahead and red means where'd you get that banana <laughs> and if you wrote that down and you read that and didn't know yeah. it was Mitch you'd think it was a like, kid's
1: thing what <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what Yeah.
0: Uh, but just the way he did it his inimitable style was just
1: so good it was, yeah. ugh, just staggering yeah. Now, who was the first one out of that? Now, when you put this together, <clears throat> and you, now you have a—did they give you an office right away, or did you do it from a, your home? Yeah, no, it was a, I, I moved to New York in the middle of winter, and
0: um, yeah, just started. I had a tiny little office, right. and no assi- I, didn't, I didn't have an assistant for—or <laughs> anyone else working on the label, for that matter, for— Six or seven years afterwards. Wow. Yeah. So it was just you making... Yeah. So now... When... And, and Dane was taking off, right? So At the same time.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it, it it took off very quickly. Because uh, he had released... A... Most people think his fame is him just getting on Instant Messenger on AOL and MySpace. So the MySpace. Was... And the MySpace. Yeah. And that's where his fame came from, his fans. That's a lot of it. Right. But the... So...
0: We repackaged his album and put a DVD of his comedy of the TV shows he had on Comedy Central, on it, and uh, it redid the artwork and put it into stores. And I think we, I didn't. This was before digital. It was just CDs at that point. Right. So I didn't think it was going to sell more than two or three thousand copies because he had sold about six thousand copies on his own in nine months, which yeah. was like an amazing amount of units. Right. Uh, and so shipped about 3,000 copies, and 2,000 of those sold within the first, in the first week. Wow. So we had to scramble, and we sold 2,000 copies of that record every week, like a Swiss watch, for two years. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, 2,000 units every week. Nonstop, I was just waiting for that one week when it would decline, and it never did. so by the time that, that was harmful to swallowed so if, by the time retaliation came out, we were ready to release retaliation, we had quietly sold a quarter of a million copies, so I knew we could put a lot of money behind it. We spent tons of money, and I bought billboards and bus sides and phone booth
1: advertising but and Cardboard and cutouts in tower records, Car, yeah, pricing and positioning. In all the people don't know that, that in the tower records of the, the, the stores, the record stores, where it is, yeah, in the rack, and, and if it's on the board at the top of what's right. new, yeah, and that you know,
0: costs money at the speed table, it costs a lot of money. So, uh, if you remember record stores kids Uh, (laughs) there would be things these things called listening stations where you could go on put your headphones on and listen to the album before you bought that cost 50 to 100 bucks each store to put those in so you could spend you know tens hundreds of thousands of dollars really easily getting the record out there and available and because there's no comedy section you you always had to spend money on positioning to put it in the front of the store racks right because otherwise it'd be in the back you know celtic music section <laughs>
1: right <laughs> uh,
0: that no one would ever find right so yeah it, it took a lot of money to launch a record but because the, those that quarter million unit uh heartful swallow sales had happened i was reasonably sure and people were passionate about him i mean people yeah. no one under, no one over 25 knew who he was but everyone under 25 did, and they were passionate about it. So, um, Retaliation came out. It sold 84, 86,000 copies first week and was number three or four on the Billboard Top 200. And ev- everyone was like,
1: what? Huh? What is this? USA Today. Yeah, I remember, I remember being at a gig. And every every crappy hotel in the world gets to the USA Today. Yeah. It's just, yeah. What are they saying? It that, that's the that's the paper for stupid people because it has more pictures than words. For those <laughs> of you who like your news in color. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I remember opening it up, and it, it it was him. Yeah. I was on the front cover actually. He was on the front cover. Now, did you did you have to get that stuff? That type of press?
0: Our press department did a really good job with it. But uh, a lot of that just happens kind of on its own. There's a certain there's a certain point where you don't need people pushing it, where it's just right. such a okay. such a, a an explosion that people just pick it up, pick up the story.
1: Now, was um, he the first one that blew like blew open the doors for you, or was it was that the one where yeah. well, people were like oh my god, yeah it was it was a it was crazy
0: times because. We, I mean, we could we could talk for hours uh, about this side of it, but all the records wound up doing pretty well. You got Lewis Black. Lewis Black, when he was just starting to to do have appearances on the Daily Show,
1: and he's on the, he's in his fifties at that time. Yeah, must have uh, must have been. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and um, Mitch Hedberg. Th- yep. So the the Dane Cook records, the first two, did about one point three million copies each, and then the Mitch altogether is almost at half a million. And then like a Dave Attell or a Lewis black would do a hundred to 150,000 copies. Um, and what's so scary was, I don't know how long this would run because my last label lasted. Basically uh, 18 months in success. So you're only as good as your next record. Um, but right. the, but the next wave was, uh, I, I got pretty lucky too, because signed, um, gaffigan and Geraldo and swartzen and daniel tosh jesus and um and this was this was you know 2005 yeah todd berry and they weren't they weren't household names yet so it was just kind of a, a guess on who was going to be
1: good At tosh point oh wouldn't come out for years but now this is where you're you're actually making people famous I mean, how you're, you're, you're assisting in this in a big way. I'd like to think so. I mean, absolutely. Because
0: some of these artists, the only, the only content you could get from them was from the records. Like Mitch Hedberg didn't have anything other than a sort of a cut appearance on that 70s show right. and his half hour. So people were passing around these records. Right. And that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to help people, to help these comics get out there because right. there's so much talent. Everyone talks about the Renaissance and comedy. And there's that's a hundred percent true because you, know, you know people like Berbiglia, and just all you know, I got to do another Stephen Wright record and just all these tremendous comics, each with their own really distinct styles. Right. Um, Was and it hard at any
1: point to 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 pick these people? Like to you know like you're picking winners out of the gate. You you picked four winners and then you go on to pick Geraldo and and and. and, and uh, and, and Tosh and all these people and is there That's any right. point that you were like that it, it fell off where you're like I need to get out of this <laughs> why did you leave something like that or was it the tech did you see the technology changing
0: well, yeah I, I, think, I think it was a little bit of both I think it was a little bit bored because I did it for 10 years and I had accomplished kind of all I wanted to do at that point right. wanted to try something different so but it was a good run I mean 10 years is a long time and the technology completely change like the record industry is
1: dead did you get out before this or did you did you foresee that happening and or did that happen on your watch um
0: i i got out kind of just as it was cresting i could see the writing on the wall because you know back if 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 i when i put out an aziz ansari record or a louis ck record in say 2008 or 2009 Mm. dates are all blending together now but around then those records, I think, sold a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand copies each, and today those artists who are two to three times as famous at least are having a really hard time selling eight to ten thousand copies, and it's all streaming now. And streaming pays fractions of a penny per play, so it's not a viable economic model, and um, serious. Sirius is responsible for a lot of the royalties and was responsible for a lot of the royalties uh, at Comedy Central, even before the channel. And that's a big part of the reason why I'm there now. Uh, So, yeah, it's just the whole thing has changed. It's gone from transactional CD sales to digital. So, so, you know, you're looking at transactional physical CDs, DVDs, things like that, to transitional digital, which is iTunes. Now that is gone, and it's all streaming now. And streaming doesn't pay anything, so that's that's the real problem, the real crux of the matter. Why everyone's scrambling, and the sort of the, the record business is kind of dead. Um,
1: now, do you think that in do you think Sirius could ever do? Could you ever do what you did at Comedy Central at Sirius? Could could Sirius get behind a, a comic and put their album out on Sirius Satellite Radio only? We do a lot we
0: have deals with a lot of the labels to get an exclusive window on these albums and we play them more. And I I think comics who, who know their business know that Sirius XM is the place that can break them in, in the audio world. Right. So we have a lot of those deals and we don't necessarily want to be the label. We can let someone else be the label and handle all of the, the business side. We just want to be a place where, these artists know they can come and and get heard, and we can we can just be a, a great promotional and revenue outlet for. How
1: them. how big is comedy on Sirius
0: right now? It's big, it's huge. Yeah, it's big. All, uh, people love it. We have six channels and tons yeah you know, tons of people listen to it. Just, right,
1: because it's great stuff. Because we have everything for every taste. Do you and, have do you have a, like a, a blue channel, like a dirtier channel? Raw dog. Is raw dog that that that's that yeah, yeah. is? That's right. where you air. Right. <laughs> no, it's true, ladies okay. and
0: gentlemen. Robert Kelly on Raw Dog,
1: Sirius XM right. uh, I notice I've been playing more since you've uh, <laughs> since you've taken over. You know, you know what side oh. of your bread's butter now. <laughs> well, it's 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 it's. It, I love when people um, seem to uh, get out of something before it goes bad, and get into the next version of it. You know what I mean. Because it would be a sad, shitty story to me that if you got... You you actually went from comedy albums to making comedy hours to making specials, and then now specials seem to be almost where records are. Like, they're they're kind of... It's tough. Yeah. It's not... They're expensive to
0: make, and there are few outlets for them.
1: And there's there's a million people who have specials now. Like... Anybody can make a special with a fucking iPhone, put it out there, and, yep. and, and it's there. And people don't know, if you see a bunch of bad specials, why are you gonna want, how are you going to get to the good ones? And right. Where do you go for the good ones? Comedy Central, if you're on a Comedy Central label, it was almost um, like being on a professional team.
0: Right. Right. Like I like to think that we were, because I didn't put out more than a dozen records a year. And even that was a lot, because we really wanted to focus on marketing. Because there's, it's one thing to, to produce a record and, and get, put it out there and distribute it. It's another thing to really market it, because yeah. the value that we had was the marketing Yeah. and, and getting it out there. Um, so what was the question? Well, know.
1: I'm just saying that it's, 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 you, you've kind of transitioned, it seems, at the right time. Like you got out of the 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 album thing, went into the special thing, and now you're actually at the digital format. Yeah, is, it, is this yeah, plan? Was that thought out, or was that just by chance? Cold calculation,
0: Bob. no. <laughs> I, I I like to I like to pretend I'm a genius, but I I think it was just really what what interested me at the time, right? And um, uh, wanted to wanted just to get out before it became a nine to five job, right? Uh, and because it has to be interesting especially in the arts i feel like you have to be super 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 passionate about something or you have to get out yeah uh because it it shows in the work and you don't want to do a bad job yeah for somebody so yeah but i at the risk of sounding too corporate i mean serious xm is amazing just in the number of channels and that it, it actually pays the artists and um we have such a variety of really well curated content. It right. Seems like the place to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it is weird because I've been, I've been through the whole thing. I actually did a record with you. I did a uh, a special. What was the record called, Bobby? Just the tip. Boom. What were the other names you were considering for it? Um, I don't know. Didn't we had a bunch that you really <laughs> told me to go fuck myself? I mean, not even, not even like a, you're like yeah now. <laughs> I had a bunch of fucking shit names for that. And uh, I, I one of think, them
0: was Naked Just Socks,
1: I think. Yeah, Naked Just Socks. We actually shot, if you look at the back of my, this is the funny story, is that my, I really raped you <laughs> when I came Oh, to, boy. Oh, boy. Well, because, here's, Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I you de- you demanded that we shoot that we include a documentary as a DVD extra
1: I, because I I wanted to be different than yeah. everybody else. I hear you. I want I had a creative uh, I had this 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 mindset of like let me I understand what this is. This will be a great documentary, and I will I will shoot it. And you you paid for it, Oh, I got, did we ever I got the. <laughs> I got the worst guy I just instead of hiring your crew but you were like I got the guys I was like no 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 I got a guy oh, I remember that and I hired this fucking guy and look I'm not gonna I don't want to trade like I, I made the mistakes because I should have told this guy to fuck off at a lot of points but you know it was basically going to be the mate it was the <laughs> this is my my thing the DVD of the making of a CD oh which nobody seemed... Entertainment,
0: to... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: Nobody seemed to get. I remember...
0: But do you remember we got that crazy, sexy editor to do it? Who? To salvage it?
1: Your, your wife. Oh. Oh, was that, is that who edited it? Well, she saved us because the guy we got to edit it was running up a $10,000 bill. Oh, my God. I remember we had to pay that. Didn't, <laughs> didn't we have to haggle? It's a mediation well, he, or something like that? I think he bought, he literally bought A whole new setup Oh, it was so he expensive didn't, He didn't have any computers I thought He's that was like, going to tank the label He goes, <laughs> I feel so bad
0: Oh, the bills just started to mount up <laughs> I remember that Oh it's all coming back to me now, Like a bad dream
1: and I remember I remember this piece of shit was like I need A, a quad processor And I need, he, oh. was, he He gave you a bill And I remember you were like What the fuck is this I Cold
0: sweat When I saw that bill
1: <laughs> uh. Because I shot everything And he had all the footage He would not oh. give us the footage oh. And the footage was And today He's Rupert Murdoch yeah, right. I remember I shot, oh, he filmed me from New York to uh, Boston. Oh, God, and he, he charged us for all his travel, too, didn't he? He charged you for everything. Oh. Everything. And oh. I remember we did a bunch, we did an interview with Norton, we did right. an interview with Colin. Yep. We did all these interviews. That interview with
0: Colin was great. I think he, yeah. there, there was. Colin at one point was chasing you down his hallway with an axe.
1: You know, what happened was is that, Me and Colin always fight physically. We physically wind up getting into it. We fought in Japan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we were in those... But that era, though, was really when you were getting serious about it. Like, I I was getting concerned that the fighting was getting...
1: No, it was. Because he he was chasing you with
0: hostile intent down down the hallway with an
1: axe, like a hatchet. No, he was chasing me around his apartment with a hatchet. He broke my rib. He pushed me into a chair. Oh, on the sidewalk, right? No, he pushed me into a chair in his apartment, broke my rib. Then I took... A cup of water and threw it in his face. Right. And then I threw a whole... Oh, he asked me if I wanted a pistachio nut, and I went to grab them, and I smashed them out of his hand. Right. Then he went and got a hatchet. Right. But it was like a... Hey, hand-
0: by the way, what is he doing with a hatchet?
1: He loves antique knives and hatchets. Really? <laughs> he, he, sure. So he, sure. he chased me around his apartment with a hatchet, oh, boy. and then I ran down the hallway in his high-rise. Yeah. And I hit... And he, I. I remember I I think
0: some of that was caught on film. Huh? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, you can buy this on Just the Tip, the Robert Kelly documentary on DVD.
1: Yeah, we're still trying to pay it off, so please go buy
0: it. Please buy two copies. (laughs) Help out Viacom
1: we went the share price is sagging we we he came down the hall with, with headgear on and boxing gloves that's right and he ran down the hall punched me in the face and then kicked me in the stomach
0: and it was just like a movie you're hitting the down button yeah. just over and over and over again in the hopes that it would that the elevator would come and here comes colin and for some reason, headgear and boxing gloves. But
1: we filmed this whole thing, and then at the point where we got to my show, it cuts off and it goes, "Go buy this the DVD, the audios. Does c- it? D- yeah, because we didn't. Oh. It was the it was the, the it was the DVD of the making of an audio CD. Was the entertainment,
0: ladies and gentlemen? So,
1: Colin goes, "What the fuck is this in the thing?" He goes, "I go, it's the CD, it's the DVD of the making of a CD." He goes, "That is the fucking dumbest thing." <laughs> everybody but it only cost $100,000. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's not talk about your failures. Let's talk about your success. Uh, so, so <laughs>
0: oh, it just makes me hurt and scared now.
1: <laughs> but anyways, we we uh, we've <laughs> we've done a lot. <laughs> And that's
0: but the, yeah, because the, cause the difference is instead of instead of being able to charge twelve ninety eight for a CD, a CD we yeah. could charge fifteen ninety eight for a CD DVD combo.
1: <laughs> that was the difference. Oh, uh, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> That was, a good, that was actually a great... That was probably one of my... I mean, people have always told me that that's my funniest CD. Yeah, it's a great they, record. They love that record. That's a great record. The cr- yeah. the recording was fucking outrageous. Yeah, and we had to record it twice, if I remember correctly, right? We recorded it in Miami, right. and it sucked. Right. Then we did it in Boston, right. and we got it. It was a fucking home run.
0: Yeah, that show was sold out. People were sold going Sold out.
1: 400 people, two shows, recorded it, and it was fucking... You got you got your guys to record it. <laughs> Thank God, that wasn't my guy. <laughs> we got thirty million. So, but uh, well, all right. Listen, man. I, I mean, it, it's most of the time I do these one-on-ones with people who are comics, and it's that side of the business. But people don't understand. There's a lot of people behind the scenes making us uh, available to the public without being available to the public, we're done. with just these underground whatever comics. That CD, being on the Comedy Central label, <clears throat> being available in stores, being available for digital download, all those things put me uh, in the public eye to, uh, you know, get me available, and, and it put me out there. Like all these other guys that you did, you were a huge part of comedy in the 2000s. I mean, in Comedy Boom, Comedy Central, and that record label was uh, instrumental. And, and to think it's a guy who, Thanks, on, a, on, on lies <laughs> and desperation. Oh, just pure deception. <laughs> deception. Thank you, Holly Lim, if you're out there. Deceptions actually made that happen. And that, that's fucking epic. Thanks,
0: that, man. You know, Thanks, man. It was a fun ride. It was yeah. a fun ride.
1: And that, but you're still on it.
0: Yeah, still yeah, yeah. It. and I just I, I love comedy. I want I want comics to be successful because there's so much talent. There's so much good stuff out there, and right, is a great medium. It yeah. makes people happy, and if we can make the comics famous and make people happy, what
1: better, what better out? Yeah, like if you thing. can fucking make enough money to rent a boat.
0: Oh yeah, you should see this boat <laughs> that I kind of maybe destroyed a little bit by backing too hard into the dock on our last day. Yeah, the 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 apparently all the all the dishes fell off the shelves. And yeah they thought uh, they thought we were going to die yeah. down the galley
1: well you, had a, you have a thing that when the guy said just go slow go slow but you have a thing that when it's when you're in danger you go fast you almost ripped me off the dock I was holding on oh that was intentional I'm holding on to the rope oh, and the... all I hear is and I had to let go of the rope and then I screamed your name and you looked at me You like what I don't know Jack
0: Oh, There was a time when you were standing with no hands on the side of the boat and just a light push with two fingers on the forehead would have sent you off.
1: And if you had one funny bone in your body, you would have done it.
0: I know. This is why I'm industry.
1: That's why you're on that side. (laughs) I would have been in the water. All right, Jack. Well, listen, Uh, if uh, you uh, listen to Raw Dog or any of the comedy stations, this is one of the new guys who's making the changes over there, making it uh, for the better. Uh, uh, for comedians and putting a lot more comics on there and and, and the shows you're putting on too I mean you got all these great shows that are coming on the network that are coming on Sirius um And it's funny too. Good stuff. I was telling my wife. I told Jack. I go, when are you going to give me a show? And I go, Jack went, "Uh, when you give me something that's good. And I was like, touche. That's a valid fucking point. (laughs) And just mean too. I regret saying that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) means funny. I mean, it did hurt a little bit, and I have a son. But uh, I didn't um, say it in front of him. (laughs) <laughs> All right, listen, man, if you hear somebody giggle in the background, yeah. this is Ian that has been sitting there very patiently and quietly, who's on a whole nother side of the industry uh, for actors and uh, some comedians, who's, a, who's, an, who's an agent, um, that's like a whole nother thing. Yeah. I w- if I come to L.A., I would like to actually interview you on yeah. being an agent I, I'm sure it won't be as nice. <laughs> agents, <laughs> agents, have different stories about talent. They're not, they're not Guatemala stories. No, yeah, no, not. no, they're, they're no, no. He's different a different stories. He's a he's a, <laughs> he's a whole other story. But it's a whole crew of, of guys that you work with. That um, the the one thing that I learned about you, and I'll say this real quick before we wrap up, is that I've learned uh, through you and uh, Brian Volkweis and and, and Ian and people that I know, you can never judge a book by its cover. You can't look at somebody and assume what they are because most people surprise you with how much... uh, just how fucking uh, amazing their lives are and how much they know and where they go. I would have never put you uh, all the crazy things you do and all the places you go and the fearless stuff that you've done just outside of the comedy world, uh, which I think is where comedy comes from. I think where creativity comes from is that if you can go to other countries and meet other people and travel the world and, 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 and do things that you're afraid of that are a little scary or whatever the fuck, but also get other people to do it too, Like, get me to go to a fucking island with a man, baby, adult head boy. (laughs) We need to go back. In a (laughs) Missa Musagani. (laughs) You know what I mean? That that has made me a fucking... I, I always tell people, do it. If you're afraid of it, do it. Just go. Yeah. Just f- I was scared of this boat trip, to be honest with you. When you're like, yeah, we're going to drive a boat. We're all going to drive it. I'm like, <laughs> fuck me. And how are we going to drive a fucking boat? That's it was pretty scary the first day, I got to say. It was petrified. <laughs> we're, going, we're going through locks. like we're, We've gave, been traveling the canals for years. Like,
0: they gave us a three-and-a-half-minute demonstration on how to steer the boat and they basically did everything yeah and they're like have yeah. at it here's yeah. how you do the locks here's some phone numbers for the lock
1: yeah. keeper yeah what yeah like you assume that we got the data plan that yeah. we can make phone calls yeah they didn't even give us a walkie-talkie
0: there were a lot of assumptions that they made that they absolutely yeah. should not like, have like what made.
1: if we didn't have a phone what if we didn't pay the ten dollars for data fees they
0: let us loose with a 14 ton boat yeah with yeah. almost no instruction yeah. and, and
1: yeah. And, they and almost, a
0: 250-euro yeah. deposit.
1: Yeah. And yet it worked for them. You returned the boat. Right? It was yeah. right. yeah. I, I guess Barely. Think. <laughs> yeah. when, a guy, when, a, when a guy with a few, a few teeth goes, here's the keys. I'm <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, have at it. All right. Well, listen, Jack Vaughn. Thanks so much for having me on, Bobby. Dude, uh, thank you so much. Make sure you listen to uh, Sirius, Satellite Radio, Raw Dog. Uh, or the all com- the channels. All the comedy channels. And... Uh, and, uh, yeah, you're the best, buddy. Thanks you're for, the best, man. Thanks for having You're the best. Me. Thanks, for, uh, it. thanks for being here. All right. I'm, I'm better. I'm good. Yeah. All right. I'll talk <laughs> to you later. That's a 101 You Know What Dude with the great Jack Vaughn. See you, everybody. You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs